Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast. I am one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me are two of my bestest best friends. I'm starting with the guy with the pink headset, Shabaks. How are you doing? Tired. It was so hot today, but uh, yeah, I'm still alive. We are still all alive. still alive. Uh, along with us is another one of our bestest best friends. Waking up or staying up at an ungodly hour in the West Coast is Arnie. How are you doing, Arnie? Hello there. I'm doing great. Doing great. Awesome. And if this is your first time watching us, thank you very much for the view. We really, really appreciate it. We urge you to get your brother, your sister, your girlfriend, your boyfriends, your mom and dad's phones and laptops. Go to the browser and type in youtube.com slash plus six three HP and then hit the like and subscribe button. It helps us continue to make content to our growing number of people with like-minded, oh, growing number of like-minded individuals that likes good content. Um, if you do not want to see our faces, you can listen to us on any of the popular podcasting apps, including Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Just search Plus63HP. If you want to interact with us as well and know when our uh, videos are dropping, uh, go to your favorite social media app, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we are also there with the handle at Plus63HP. Mondays and Tuesdays, we will be uh, dropping uh, analysis and reviews, deep dives for popular movies and series that are in the zeitgeist. This week, we are discussing The Mandalorian. In a few weeks, we will be discussing the first quarter of the Ted Lasso Season 3. Uh, on Wednesdays, we have our D&D campaign, our very, very first D&D campaign, where a bunch of middle-aged old guys uh, try their first campaign, recorded for posterity and shared it to the world for having a great time. Uh, the first campaign is over a year and a half now, so it's extremely, extremely fun. Uh, on Thursdays, we have a curated list of featurettes, short videos, trailers of upcoming content, and you can see us react to them and see whether we are hyped for them or not. And on Fridays, Chabax and our other best best friend, RJ, cannot get enough of D&D, so they spun off their own uh, uh, campaign where they are bad guys. So that usually drops during Friday. So Almost every day of the week, you'll have new content. Hopefully, you'll join us uh, and help this channel grow. With that, this week, we are discussing the latest episode of The Mandalorian, Episode 3. Uh, before we deep dive into the actual plot and synopsis and things that we like and don't like about that particular episode, uh, I'll start with Arnie because you'll be doing the synopsis later. What do you what did you think about episode three the 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 episode where Carl Weathers directed? Episode no spoilers. Four. Episode, oh, four. episode four. Sorry. Episode four. Uh, I was like, shit, did I miss something? Okay. Yeah. Episode four. My bad. My bad. Well, I mean, Carl Weathers is pretty much uh, becoming an, an action director. Basically, there's a lot of action in this episode. So, and it looks like it's something what the fans want so they're happy about it for the most part so yeah it was it was really good Shabak, what do you think about episode four? Oh, i'm loving it it's just short but i mean i yeah i've been i was i'm part of a group of like the mandalorian of a facebook group and a lots of fucking bitches whining Yep. I, I I I unfollowed. It's just I, I'm having I'm I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I mean, it yeah. was short, thirty minutes, but you know, I mean, yeah, they're like it's too short, and then oh, it's one hour, but it's there's a lot of boring stuff. Like, come on, people, make but up that your mind. episode was like 
I I don't know how you can extend it. It was it is I don't know. It gave it everything. Everything was there, so I I, I yeah. liked it. I just, there's no fat. I I'm part of. It's time for him to speak. Grogu, speak. Grogu, speak. But yeah. he needs to speak the oath then, so we won't be able to yeah. <laughs> to train. But for me, it's like I actually, you know, I I've read the reviews. People are saying like, hey. We are halfway through the season and there's nothing happening, which is for me, half what? of me is like, all right, I understand. It's only eight episodes. So mm-hmm. right. So it's it's half of the season. Nothing really, really real is happening. We we are now back to being a Mandalorian great. I understand that. But in the end, it's we have action every episode. It's more of like it it be, mm-hmm. you know, it became monster of the week kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. been fun. Uh the only thing that I would comment about, so I like the episode because of the action, but I also didn't like the episode because of the action. So that's kind of like my non-spoilery review before we d- d- dive into, um, uh, you know, uh, into the actual episode. Uh, overall, it was fine. Like, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Like Chewbacca's right. Like, I I understand the general reviews of this particular season because there's no big big arc that seems to be coming out but every episode there's a a good chunk like a, a good mm-hmm. event that happens and i'm satisfied with that they're not scripting on the action almost I, every episode has a big action piece yeah so keep going and and i love that you know we, we see a lot of mandalorians in action which is mm-hmm. you know it's great i'm enjoying it uh, so with that, I'll throw it out to Arnie. Give us a synopsis, and we can discuss um, uh, are the things that we like and didn't like about uh, Mandalorian Episode 4. All right. So the episode starts with in the Mandalorian covert, where they're just doing some training exercises, or some mm-hmm. uh, some podcast even called like Cobra Kai training exercises or something like that. So we actually see how they train, and... Um, and the focus went into man. If there was a like a, a current uh, current uh, firearms master, he'd be pissed. <laughs> there were there was like no organization. Everybody was shooting there's, everywhere. There's <laughs> like, no target. No, I think they were ex- they were expecting that. Now these are all experts, so yeah, that, shoot that is, right beside each no, other. It, it's yeah. it's like, uh, and I can also appreciate that it's like. This is not like uh, your your uncle's shooting range. These are these are their lives. So you know, if you fuck up, yeah. then you know that's a big lesson to had. So if you yeah. if you if you weren't disciplined with your trigger finger and somebody got hurt, then that's that's a big deal on you. So I I could see yeah. them doing that. Yeah, and the thing is, like uh, in in the world of mythosaurs and the force. The only thing is unrealistic for you is the way they handle their weapons. That's a problem for you. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they're training. And then, of course, they're focusing on Bo-Katan, who's watching, or basically overseeing, trying to see uh, this new cult that she joined. And then we see Grogu. Uh, at first, we thought he was just force pushing some rocks. But it turns out it was the crabs mm-hmm. that look like the crabs from uh, Rebels. And then uh, it could also be like uh, either he's just full of life or he's attracting them by the force. He's attracting them. Yeah, he's attracting. And I mean, they're not attacking him. He's about to eat one, and then Dinjarin says, "Well, time to start training, buddy." So 
So he was uh, paired up with Ragnar, uh, which we find out later that it is Pasvisla's son. And of course, Ragnar was like, why doesn't he have a helmet? And the reason why is he couldn't, he's not old enough to speak the creed. And I do so, like the scene because being Mandalorians, you can under, you can feel that he had, he was like, he had contempt for Grogu and a little mm -hmm. bullying. But being yeah. a Mandalorian, it was still, it was still like, uh, controlled. He wasn't like yeah. uh, this is a, you know, why am I doing this? Why is he not like a whiny, yeah. whiny? Yeah. Then yeah. American, then he's uh, too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Then he's too young to fight. And then uh, then Jaren's like, well, you you do not speak what you do not know. And and she mm -hmm. and he's like, well, I know. He's like, well, I guess this lesson is for you then. And yeah. And that was actually cool. And and of course, you know, the first two tries, they they pick the training darts or paintball. And Grogu with the paintball uh, wristband is actually wow. That's really so cute. But uh, yeah, first two first two rounds, uh, Ragnar was leading until uh, Din Djarin said, "Hey, hey, it's okay if you want to show your Jedi powers. It's okay. I've seen what you could do." And he did, and he beat Ragnar fair and square. So yeah, I, and then I'm Ragnar sorry, just yeah. to, to, to rant again because I, I saw this post in Facebook so like. Why is the rules like uh, they didn't didn't follow the rules? He he they stopped it after each point. But when Grogu did it, he was listening like fucking listen to it. Well, the instructions said okay. you can shoot one or three up to you. You, you could yeah. shoot any sequence, but Ragnar being oh this yeah, is he's like, like uh, taking it easy, shooting one by one. So oh my God. That people are so nitpicky. But Star Wars fans are the. Star Wars, Star Trek, any fandom. Uh, any fandom. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of they're, those they're things. They're extra worse, trust me. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but Star Wars is very extra. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about that with a particular character later on. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, the Grogu showed that, yeah, even though I'm small, I did the Yoda flip. And yeah, and I, I, and I beat somebody. And Ragnar, of course, he wasn't whiny. He didn't protest. Uh, he he just walked away, and then that's where the uh, it's called a raptor dragon or whatever it is grabbed him. So, but first, Dinjarin wanted to shoot the uh, the lizard bird, and then Paz like, nope, you might hit the kid, so let's just chase him with the jetpack. And then I think there's like four Mandos who followed, and then each one of them lost, uh, ran out of fuel, which I, is a I, good, I like, you know, I like that. I like that. I like that because at first I thought like, whoa. Defective jetpacks, but it does seem like that they run out of. It, it's a tiny. It's not a tiny pack. It's it's, it's feasible yeah. that it runs out real quick, right? Yeah, but the thing is, it's the first time, at least in my point of view, it's been referenced that they actually run out of fuel. Because uh, uh, the only reference before is like uh, whistling birds is very limited, or you know these weapons you run out of bullets or something like that, right? So at least there's part of uh, there's some realism there. And then, of course, they're like, oh, he's getting away again. Uh, the kid's going to be killed. And then we see uh, Bo-Katan's gauntlet follow. And then we get this classic Top Gun uh, 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 homage, I guess. So they go back to the cave. Bo-Katan said, oh, yeah, I followed it to its lair. We could come back and, uh, you know, we could rescue the fouling. And, of course, uh, she was voluntold to lead the pack. And they brought in this uh, the Shriek Hawk 
uh, crew, which apparently is uh, as the, a real section of Death Watch. So uh, basically, Bo-Katan's back to Death Watch again. Um, so they uh, they went as close as possible, and then they camped. And that's where like when they were like uh, about to eat. Bo-Katan's like, well, how do you eat in front of people? And then uh, I love that they, part. I love that part. Like, well, you don't. You walk away. <laughs> You find a spot that you're alone, then you eat. And then being the leader of the war pack, uh, Paz Vizla said to Bo-Katan, well, you know, you have the honor to stay in the fire because this is the way. And, you know, it's also nice to see uh, Katie Sackhoff's face, at least. <laughs> so Real quick. but uh... Real quick. But but it, it's like, uh, you know, there's like, even though she's a newbie to the group, but because she's leading, you know, she's being treated as a normal, ordinary Mandalorian. So that's good. And then I, I so sorry to interrupt, but the uh -huh. idea of, of the last episode was the convert, right? And uh -huh. I really it really felt the the effects now because the convert wasn't just Pershing but also uh Bo. Bo. And then now she's seeing the benefits of being in because like he, she realized that you know there's certain sects of of Mandalore that are a little too fanat fanatics, like this, like you don't take off uh -huh. your yeah, yeah, but there are also benefits of it, like you're welcome, you're welcome. Doesn't matter yeah. what your your previous history is. You yeah. took a bath in some water with some monsters, and then now you're uh, now you're part of the pack, and then you we follow whatever it means. So it's like that was great for me. It's like oh, yeah. plus we get we get more practical answers to questions that we have whenever we're watching. Man, like, how do you eat? How yeah. do you shower? Right? Yeah. Like, and then there's uh, in the Facebook group, there's like, well, how do they have sex? And they're like, um, keep the helmet on. Keep the helmet. Kinky. <laughs> and then I made a comment, well, you just have sex in the living waters after that, bathe, and then you're back. <laughs> but yeah, but that's a, a good way to run it out. But, anyways, um, it's also, it also shows how out of resources they are. They don't even have like other ships. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It it does seem like they just either landed there on a on a, on an Uber, so so they don't have their own ship. So it's just Bo's ship basically right now, and Dins Dins ships is also still there, but he can't really take passengers. So they tried. There's a whole climbing montage. Uh, and I I feel bad for Paz. He still has to carry his heavy Gatling gun, but hey, you know that's that's the thing. You 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 pick to be a heavy infantry. You, you stay a heavy infantry. And then when we, when they reach the nest, uh, you know you could still see. I mean, uh, some people say, "Well, how how did Paz just screw it up?" Like, well, it's his son. He's very emotional. It's not. There's no rationale. There's no tactics. They just run it because there's some empty helmets in that nest. <laughs> so that means they've they've killed some foundlings or uh, fellow mandos. And then of course the nest had three three uh, uh, younglings, chicks. Uh, lizard lizard chicks, lizard birds. So at first uh, it was attacking Paz, and then Mama Mama Bird came back, grabbed Paz. Uh, well, first it was we he just uh, regurgitated Ragnar, and he's still alive. So now the the bird just captured basically both of Islas and flew away, and then the Mandos followed. So at least before they ran out of fuel, they were able to get some uh, you know, the the metal ropes that they have, and try to free both uh, Mandos. Bo was able to get to the face and stab it with the eye, but this after 
losing one of her armors in the, the pauldron. And then Mando was able to wrestle the claw to open up so that Ragnar fell off. And he was he did uh, an amazing rocketeer move like the uh, dive bomb, and uh, he was able to cat uh, to catch Ragnar. So basically, uh, saving Paz's kid, and so Paz is more like you know thankful for Mando, and I just and then of course the slogan the is just so yeah. perfect. You know, it, there's the, it, yeah, that's it all was, you need to say. Yeah, it's all it's all you need to say. Thank you. This yeah. is the way. And then you can even repeat yeah. it back. This is the way. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. If I'm I mean, gonna join a cult, that has to be the slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, and, and of course the the bird falls to the to the lake or to the water, and you know there's a reference to the or there's always a bigger fish. Yeah, I there's knew always there was gonna be an a apex. Bigger, a bigger fish there. Yeah, yeah, there's always a bigger apex predator. So I think that's the apex predator of that planet. That I, I also like that. Uh, I also like the part that he once the big the the predator fell to the water, he had mm. a hard time going back up. Especially yeah. with the uh, uh, they were shooting him like mm. wires, right, like, or something. Just, yeah, the wires. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, he's kind of like partially blinded too, because Bo Katan stabbed him in the in the eye or something like that. So. Yeah. If, if if there's only one nitpick is we didn't see uh. Paz, Paz, uh, shoot that gun. The big gun. Yeah. Mm, the, 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 uh, well, yeah, climb with... uh, but then again, it makes sense because he could shoot. He could shoot the the kid. Yeah. So so, so there's that. But yeah, and then they come back to the covert. Oh, well, meanwhile, when all of this action was happening, Grogu was with the armor, and we get the season Flash. one flashback uh, scene. We get go back to order 66 again so we see a, a few jedi uh, dying to protect uh grogu and then he he was led to an elevator and then kaloran back was able to meet him and save him from the clones who was played by ahmed best uh, mostly known from uh, the phantom menace and of prequels playing, playing jar 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 binks um he got an awesome sequel I mean, some people still nitpick. Well, he should have gotten a proper Jedi lightsaber. Like, no, he was still cool. Come on. I, so this is where the episode falls apart for me. Because really? Yeah. Okay. This was horrible choreography all over. I am. I would agree with the choreography, but for me, it's like the more. I think they wanted more of the whole color. I mean, it's just yeah, the, best. I, I yeah. love the I love the fan service. I love yeah. the idea that you know, um, for all the shit that um, Jar Jar Binks has received, yeah, these past decades, the past few years, he's been like you know he's in a ride, right? Like mm -hmm. he he plays Keller Beck in a ride somewhere. Um, no, no, he he played like the game show host. Like, there's like this YouTube uh, yeah, Jedi Temple, yeah. so, whatever. That, that's great. So I like that he's getting his comeuppance. But yeah. nothing against him. Nothing against the character. I love that. I love the character. Swordplay looks shit. Running <laughs> looks shit. My biggest, biggest, biggest pet peeve in Star Wars action sequence is yeah. they have a lot of sequences where they're flying through the air without cover, right? Mm -hmm. Even their fucking capes don't move. The fuck uh, is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate that. Every time, like in, in Phantom Menace, 
uh, uh no, not in Phantom Menace in uh Clone War. Uh, Return of what's the second one? Clone Wars. Attack of the Clones. Attack Clone of the Wars. Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Attack of the Clones too. There's amazing fight scenes with with Anakin and Obi Wan jumping through like mm-hmm. the speeders and shit like that. Hair doesn't move or it mm-hmm. moves little like like that. And then the cape moves a little bit like that. Drive your car, pull the window down. Let's see how much the like mm-hmm. uh, the air moves your face. That's like my every time that I see it, it's like fuck. I just wish they had an enclosed speeder to make it a little bit more realistic. Cause all in all, it was like a, a fun chase scene, and then yeah. you could see how it was, you know, you know, like culminating. It's like where are the others? Like yeah, there, there are no others. Yeah, oh, it was good, but I just like. Every time I do a, a chase scene with ships in Star Wars with no cover, it, I, it just mm-hmm. pops in my head and just like yeah. ruins it for me. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the, you already mentioned it, that the group that met Kelleran was from Naboo. So there's also the debate now whether it was Padme who sent that uh, ship or it was Jar Jar. So I'm thinking it's Jar Jar who did it. So, you know, in the end, it was Jar Jar all along who saved uh, Grogu uh, to yeah, begin maybe. with. Maybe. So, so yeah, so yeah, so and then of course the flashback ends. We get the new piece of armor for Grogu. It's like this circular, uh, was it a rondel? So, so oh, so what is that? It's just like a circle in his chest. Or can he wear it like in his arm? No, I think it's right right now. It's a chest plate. (laughs) I think it's it's, uh, like a little symbol in the chest when he goes. Yeah, it's um in a circular piece of according to Google, a rondel arm. A rondel is a circular piece of metal used for protection as part of a harness of a plate armor, or attached to the helmet, breastplate, counter, or on a gauntlet. So it's like oh, okay. that circular thing, but you can put it in anywhere. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so like... yeah, so he'll grow into it. So he at least for now it's a chest plate, and then eventually if he gets bigger, it could become like a. Maybe a pauldron or something like that. They could always modify it. Yeah. Okay. A little more. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, so so that's the Grogu part, and then going back to the uh, the, the hunting party, they come back. Ragnar was safe, and they even took the chicks as part of the foundlings, which is true to Mandalorian creed. And of course, uh, armors like I told Bogatanya, you, you you honored your family and did the best thing that a Mandalorian could do and save a foundling. So the armor repaired her pauldron, and that's when she asked for a Mythosaur sigil. And they, and then of course, I, I was actually surprised that she talked to the armor about this instead I, of the jar. I like jar it, it that it's out already. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at least they didn't make it linger. It was just more like, okay, you told the armor. Okay. What do you feel, Arnie? Are they gearing up for a bow versus Mando? Parang di naman, no? I don't think so. Because I, I think right? she, because I think she respects him, and mm. because of him, he she found the creed again. But also, yeah, she knows that Mando doesn't want to Wanted, rule. Uh, yeah. It's right? basically that's why it's very, very uh, like I think that's the reason why they're so close because Mando and both wants in terms of their careers are so different. Yeah, yeah it's basically. I, I mean, she's also falling. I uh, not falling. I mean, she's also close to Grogu. So like, yeah, 
that's another yeah and, and she knows she's gonna have a problem with grogu because you know that's a, she's a he, he's a jedi basically he's a jedi mando and i think it's it's almost like it's been mentioned in other podcasts it's like the john snow daenerys problem right like john snow doesn't want to lead and even told daenerys everything and daenerys was like she's the one who just fucked it up by not you know doing the right thing it just he should have just married him or something like that right but with this one i mean for people who don't want them to fall in love together which that's fine they could still be partners as mandalore because obviously it's bo who could wield the dark saber right my daughter's like such a millennial like oh i ship them i ship them <laughs> i mean my it's, wife was it's like, possible what ship <laughs> i said babe you're too you're so behind it's a Racer crest cruise ship, but 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 for me, I mean, there's a there's a pathway that they they can uh, that they could be married off or they could be just partners. But what what's the the age? Because I know that uh, Bokatan should be like really old, like fifties. Well, I don't, know I don't think be. they 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 they. So I'm assuming half in, ages. I'm assuming no, in Clone Wars. He's using Clone Wars, because eh, so. Like age, oh. the, so like... in Clone Wars, I think Bo is a teenager or maybe late teens. I Google it. And then uh, Rebels, she is like in her twenties. And then the whole trilogy was like nineteen years, nineteen twenty years. See here, dialogue so in she... Star Wars. There was a small age gap between Satine and her sister Bokatan. This would place Bokatan in her late fifties or early sixties by Mando season three. Oh yeah. Damn, she looks good at 60, man. <laughs> she is a Mandalorian. Well, okay. Well, Din Djarin was saved during Separatist time, right? So you, you could assume it's also during the Clone Wars. So he's probably, I mean, if we go with uh, Joel, he's probably six, 56, 60. Let me see. Same thing. Also, how old is Din Djarin? And the thing is, Grogu is just like a he, five years younger he, than them. He should be <laughs> around thirty-nine to forty though during the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Well, hey, Mandalorians, am I right? Yeah, good. good I mean, th that's why for me, like, I mean, yes, they could go with the romantic angle, but for me, I rather have like a partnership. Uh, angle so that you know she could still be independent and then Jaren could still be then Jaren without being uh you know because he he's already a softy with grogu so yeah. i mean and, i would ship them too I, yeah, could, I mean i mean i would love to see like the the end of season four just them getting married <laughs> yeah i mean or you know or you know keeping the helmets on Keeping Big the helmet on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so basically, uh so I, I do see uh, that's basically the episode ads we they talked about the Mythosaur. Uh the armor basically said, Well, this this is the way. If you saw it, you saw it. Like I can't I, see you, you do not speak what you do not know. So I don't know if you're lying or not, but if you said you did, okay, this is the way. So so for me, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been halfway of the season. There's no big baddie yet. The closest would be those pirates that we had in episode one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but and also who sent those uh, fleet of interceptors. So I'm thinking it's still Thrawn. 
right? So I'm thinking maybe the episode that Bryce Dallas Howard, so that's episode six directed, might be the one that links to Ahsoka. So we'll see. Is uh, it sure that they're going to be... pilot Ahsoka? I mean, they did it with uh, Book of Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think, the... most likely, I think. And the thing is, we had Ahsoka in the previous season. The previous so. Season. And the thing is, they still need to explain who had the resources, which I think is still Thrawn. Because people say, well, it doesn't make sense. He's in the unknown region. Well, it's been 19 years since Rebels, people. And... In the expanded universe, I think the Chiss is from the unexplored territories. So he probably came back. ended up uh, going home and then regrouping and getting Shit. his resources. If he back. brings uh, more of his people, fuck. Yeah, I mean, he could bring the Chiss, right? And then mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't want them to bring the Yuzon Vong storyline yet. I mean, even if they end up going that way. I want uh, them to go that way. I want. I want another well, big not bad yet. instead of just Sith in, in Oh the, yeah. It's a different big bad, which is fine. Yeah. But uh I think that's when they could because I think with Ahsoka the, the theme will be more like of the Jedi or or more of Sith magic and all that stuff. So yeah, so I mean patience. It's only halfway. I mean, I know there's four more episodes, but who knows? Maybe the last two or three episodes are an hour long. We'll it's see. Like, it's it like see. hasn't been listed yet, too. But so. I yeah. mean, for me, I I don't have expectations. I don't I don't have expectations of it to be like this epic grand tour. Just let me enjoy week to week, especially with yeah. how how I am right now. I'm like fuck. Yeah, Just and Favreau did say there. they have no. Uh, I mean, they want to make ten seasons of this. <laughs> like, okay, do it. If it's that's my that's where I am like split because like I understand that nothing is happening right now, but is that because we've been conditioned that most of these shows are one to three, one to four seasons long? That's why we need to make sure that hey, yeah. every episode counts. But if it's mm -hmm. six, eight, ten seasons long, which I think I I mean I would younger me would have would have never agreed to this, but I love the idea that they're masked. Because essentially they're just voicing their characters for the most part. Yeah, they're probably just coming in, shoot for a few weeks, and they're fine. And most yeah. of the weeks you have your body double in the suits. I love that because I hope that it extends, yeah. right? Extends no, the I seasons. Think, especially, I'm not, I'm, not bad. I'm not not speaking for anybody else, but for me, we went from, uh, we went from growing up to get used to twenty two, twenty four seasons. Mm -hmm. Where like uh, episodes six, six or oh, episodes or twenty where eighteen episodes are just you know nothing happening. <laughs> yes. Oh, the way from that to the pandemic uh, streaming period where we get like six to twelve episodes and everything is running so fast. Fast, yeah. So now that we get Mando, where it's like an ep eight episode, but they're taking their time. It's not. It's like yeah. jarring again. But I, I, I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. And this. This episode, last episode, uh, and uh, I mean, the for me the, and I also like that they're not going too far with the, like the twists or the reveals because mm -hmm. these four episodes are very uh, the replayability for me is very high. I can just put it on again because I like the shot, mm -hmm. the you know the the dog fights, the the mm -hmm. fight against the the creature. 
it's not because it's not the episode wasn't amazing because of the final reveal you know at the last post credit yeah. or something so so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm digging it yeah and the thing is like going back to what Chong said that uh, they're all masks so there's a puppet Grogu so that means Grogu could play Grogu forever yeah. Mando I mean if Pedro decides you know I, I physically can't do it anymore well you could still voice it you can voice it my favorite <laughs> thing just voice it buddy same thing with uh, with uh, Bo-Katan I mean the only issue will be probably Ahsoka but Ahsoka is makeup so if Rosario doesn't decides to quit we could hire somebody else mm-hmm. and Ashley could still voice it. Right? But then th- that's also the good thing. Like, it's like, uh, what, eight to ten episodes? Like, yeah. The, it, it, it's not going to take a lot of your life. Exactly. Know? And it's not, it's not yearly as it's, well. It's yeah. also not yearly. Exactly. So if it's yeah. eight to ten episodes and then let's say one third or one fourth of it could be just mostly in costume. Yeah. That helps. That helps. Imagine yeah. like instead of instead of signing up for a two, three month shoot, all you have to do is like a month shoot. Yeah. That opens them up. Yeah, and that's that, that that became a problem with Game of Thrones. That's why the last two seasons kind of yeah. not the quality because uh Kit wanted to do something else. Uh, uh, Emilia's getting busier. The, uh, with the, the showrunners the, yeah. wanted to do something else, and the showrunners thought that they'll do the Star Wars no, thing. And but what's better from yeah. here also, from from like the Ahsoka and the Mando, it's like, uh, like if you were Rosario Dawson, as we said, it's not yearly. Also, mm-hmm. there's no date. You know, you're not catch. We're mm-hmm. not rushing to catch. Imagine yeah. how. I mean, uh, imagine like. The supernatural. Years. You know how many? 15, oh, yeah. 20, 15 seasons, sixteen seasons, well, twenty-four I, just, episodes. Like just with the the Flash, I just listened you, to a and podcast. You have, to, you have to catch up to that start date of like uh, season premiere October, I think. The, the fall, yeah. Yeah. So it's and like, the thing is, uh, I I just listened to a podcast with uh, Danielle Panabaker. So you know she was directing, you know, and she was part of Flash, right? The commitment, like they have to move to Vancouver every Vancouver. time they yeah. they have to shoot, uh, and so she's been like acting as Killer Frost, or I mean, just I'm forgetting that uh, Miss uh, Doctor Snow. Now, if they didn't offer her to direct, she probably would have quit earlier mm-hmm. too. But you know, uh, but right now because it's such a low impact, so that's why Pedro was able to do Last of Us and Mando, and. The Nicolas Cage movie, I'm guessing that probably came in at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, and worst comes to worst, keep the helmet on. He could just voice actor until he's like, you know, uh, James Earl Jones age and something like that. He could still, like, James Earl Jones yeah, technically I, I could know. still play Darth Vader. I know right? that. So, uh, it's also like what you said, like it makes it easy for Pedro because they don't show the max. But I like that they they're not they're doing that. You know, they don't need to force the yeah. face. But also, yeah. it's it. I mean, it helps that it makes sense, right? It helps yeah. that know, it, so... it, 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 it's that, built in, yeah. So it's great. I mean, yeah. And the thing is, the only one you have to worry about was Carl Weathers or Grief Karga. Well, we'll probably just. Not, uh, out, but I mean, I am impressed with this directing, so it is better. Yeah, I agree yeah, with Jong. Like uh, the the choreography for what's his name? Keller and Beck. El- yeah, Beck. I mean. If I have to nitpick, it wasn't bad, but compared to the amazing ones that we know, exactly, it's just not. I mean, yeah, 
uh, I think for me, uh, maybe the stunt coordinator was not available. Uh, <laughs> they they should have hired Keiko Wan uh, to choreograph that uh, that sequence. But uh, but but basically for me, I mean, going back to Ahmed Best, I mean, he had a hard time. Uh, I'm not gonna mention what darkness he went through, but basically he got his redemption. He's a Jedi. He saved basically the Disney franchise Grogu, right? So, yeah, I mean, uh, people are now asking maybe there's a show for him if it's big enough to carry one or maybe like a mini series. That's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. Or, or just a um, little bit of like a, 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 what do you call it? A recurring role? Yeah, a recurring character, yeah. Because we great. still don't know. We, we don't know how he survived, how and he how lost Grogu. And how Grogu went from that position to... Somewhere yeah. in wherever he was in episode one. Yeah, and the thing is, we'll probably get more flashbacks on maybe Naboo next time. Will be either, I don't know, that well at that time. Well, Padme is still alive at that time. I don't and know. I think after uh, he... I think he'll come back because I was expecting once they got to that spaceship that it was the Jedi who was gonna stall the. The troopers while yeah. the other guys brought Grogu away but he he yeah. was the one that went with him so yeah so which makes I sense also he... because the Jedi they're trying to save as much Jedi as they could yeah so something tells me yeah uh, either Naboo we'll see we'll probably see him play against himself uh, Jar Jar will be CGI That's and then he'll be talking cute. to G that'll be like a Spider-Man moment right uh, and yeah I mean uh, you know uh Having Jar Jar, I mean, I've seen some Jar Jar Clone Wars episodes where he played a Jedi. I don't know if you remember that. I actually like that episode that he pretended to be a Jedi. But yeah, so I mean, I mean, yeah, people just need to be patient. We're not having 18, 21, 22 uh, episode seasons. And I like, and I agree with you, Chubak, that there's not a lot of twists. Because we've been so spoiled with J.J. Abrams' uh, loss that every episode there's a twist or something well, I like know, that. I mean, even just in Mando, like in last season, we had you know the Boba Fett reveal, the yeah, the yeah, right? who's the, the blue gonna... alien, the blue alien, uh, uh the bounty hunter, Cad Bane, Cad Bane, and then the Luke. So Luke, yeah, I'm sure so we'll I... have some, but I like that they didn't they didn't need to force it every episode. Exactly. I mean, yeah, last season was. We got Boba Fett. We got Bo-Katan. We got Ahsoka. We got. Yeah, yeah. We well, got, I, I think we got, I mean, we got dark troopers. We got the dark saber, and then oh, we got Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Uh, but like we, we had a Mythosaur. Mythosaur. Bo-Katan. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, I do, we have Grogu uh, I mean, walking. <laughs> I do love that. Uh, well, but, uh, since you mentioned that, I did make a comment while we were watching that, like. You're in Mandalore. Uh, you're in the Mandalorian uh, group now, bitch. Nobody's gonna carry. <laughs> Nobody's gonna do like the look walk. You gotta walk on your own legs, bitch. <laughs> oh, like, with uh, Grogu when he was catching up to the armor. Yeah, come, Grogu. Yeah, you're like. Okay, yeah, that, that was cute, man. But, uh, but yeah, I also, I also do love that uh, we got powerful women here, like uh, the armor and bow. Mm -hmm. the, it's just and nice. it's not forced. And it's and, not forced. And, and emotional dads, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Look at, look and, at and the Vizsla and Grogu. Uh, I mean, and, the thing uh, is, Din. Din. Din and Paz just went jetpacking. And well, Bo's like, wait, let me get my ship. We're <laughs> <laughs> smart, right? Well, smart. smart. I do like not, just a, not, just a, not just a place to hang your helmet. Yeah. 
So yeah. So but again, because this this is a new spot, right? This is where they kind of in the they used to be in the old town, and mm -hmm. this is a, a new place that they're training and then building a home. So they don't know the they don't know the terrain yet. So when yeah. when the when the dragon picked up your son, I'm just gonna fly. <laughs> so I just I love that. It's good. It's making sense. Yeah. So yeah, but it's, again, it's a good episode. It's a tight, uh, what 30, 30 minute episode or shorter. Thirty or yeah, maybe. 30 yeah, plus. so it's not not a lot of fat to trim. I mean, people said like the previous episode could have been like a forty five minutes or something, but you know, I don't complain. I just like I just enjoy. We have Star Wars. I mean, you know, I grew up in the eighties and nineties where we barely had Star Wars and until the special editions came out and then the Phantom Menace. So yeah. Yeah, it's a great episode. Uh, right. Are we rating? Let us rate. Let me pull up our sheet so I can log <clears throat> what we grade Mandalorian episode four. Let's start with you, Chibox. I'll go with... Okay, scored. With a high seven, huh. like I, I mean, cool. seven so uh -huh. good, you know. Uh -huh. so. It's a good rating. Really enjoyed it. Maybe uh, high seven, low eight, but we'll go with the seven. I'm I'm going a, a low seven, right? Still a seven, still good. The reason again, action. I was really, I it was the thing where I was like so torn because I love the action. I love I love that we finally see how Grogu was rescued. I want to mm -hmm. figure out how well, of course, they experimented on him. So maybe that's the reason why he forgot about everything, right? Mm -hmm. Um it's like all the crappy choreography. Um and <laughs> I do I did love the the Mandalorian action scenes. Yeah. Uh it's just like there were a few frames that you'd see the weird flying, right? But most of the flying was great. I love I love I just love seeing Mandalorians flying in jetpack. It's so cool. Yeah. And like, as a group it's great. Yeah. Arnie? I would go with an eight, um, for reasons I already mentioned, and I, I I can't wait for the behind the scenes and for them to reveal that yeah we actually hired cosplayers for those Mandalorians and uh, right? just like in just like in season one they hired stormtrooper cos cosplayers because it you know because some would say well it could be very very dorky or it could be very very cool I think it's a good mix of both because there's some clunky training that oh you're 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 parrying flamethrowers with a flamethrower. Okay, that works. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but that's I Star mean, Wars. It's it, clunky. It made me think also, but I think there might be a point like the liquid is is gonna be hitting yeah. each other. So yeah, or you run a risk of burning each other. Yeah, <laughs> it goes back and to then, yourself. But and then they're just shooting at the water. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're target practicing, you should have a target. Not just a random. That is true. That is true. A random. Link. I thought that they were they, they had something, but they didn't. Yeah, but again, that's Star Wars for me. I mean, you know, the stormtrooper hitting his head on the door. Okay, it's clunky, but you know, uh, but it's but again, shit. I mean, for me, it's like, hey, it's Cobra Kai <laughs> training session. Uh, it's basically the purpose of that scene is for Grogu to start his training. That's basically it, it. Served a purpose. It, it would have been more clunky if they just showed them training and then nothing happened. 
right? So yeah, it's a, it's an hey eight. guys. Uh, so happy for Ahmed Best. He's uh, he's redeemed. He's a he's a master Jedi, and uh, yeah, can't wait to see more of him. And maybe we'll get more either in uh, a mini series or animation that he, he that he survived and where he where is he now? I hope he didn't die eventually. So yeah, there you go. Oh, so we're all rated. <clears throat> yep. That is it for our particular episode. Um, stay tuned for the next episode of The Mandalorian and a, a batch of Ted Lasso episodes for us to react to. It's been, I've been week on week. It's my happy place, so I'm excited to discuss it with my bros. But with that, uh, thank you very much, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Bye. -bye.